Hey there, welcome to the Second Lunch Podcast. Uh, we're back. It's a good time to be alive. The Packers are the greatest team on the face of the earth. <laughs> five and six. Put <laughs> my f- hey, run the table, right? Best five and six I've ever seen, <laughs> aside from those six. It's uh, yeah. but it's, it's been a good last three and oh. It's good it's football been, it's rocks right now. The dogs is the puppies is go. I know. Go you dub. I'm not going to get this. We're not going to get this up in time. But go dogs against the ducks. It's going to be a tough game. I don't think anybody disagrees with that either. I think that is, though opinionated, the least political thing we've ever said. Yeah, I don't know what our organ spread is. Plus, I can tell you we have zero listeners in Oregon right now. <laughs> I have the stats. Yeah, <laughs> I do have. There the might stats. be a straggler in Corvallis. Not a Ducks fan. We anyway. got six listens from Portland, and that's. That's weird, because Novelli's from... Anyway, I'll we'll figure that out later. <laughs> uh, anyway, I was, I was on my way to the Husky game. Uh, I went to the Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl, fuck sakes. Apple Cup. We're going to the Rose Bowl. Is it the Rose Bowl this year? Yeah, I don't know what order, what coin flip they chose. Anywho, I was on my way to the Apple Cup, which may as well have been the Rose Bowl, because we beat the Kooks. Uh, but I was on my way there, and for starters, I was thinking, why do I like the Huskies? They fucking robbed me. They took all my money for an education, and they keep asking for it. It's yep. like it's it's like Bonnie and Clyde fucking you over and being like, they fucking rock, though. I'm all about <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, well, Bonnie and Clyde provided a little more entertainment value, and they stole from the man. UW is the man. You know, They'd be stealing my tuition money back, giving me the bird, but I'd take it. No, I know. That's one of the most egregious things is when you get a phone call like, hey, you want to donate some money to... Uh, Whatever jack-off new hall that we already have funded. Hey, remember when I gave you several grand and you still made me pay for parking? Fuck I, you. I still owe them money actively. Like, guys, I'm still, I'm actually giving you money as we speak. <laughs> and don't tell me about, like, the math of the loans and who actually owns it. No, 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 no. Okay. I am giving Cole, them money. Cool, but listen, hold Michael Penix. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Pretty cool. Lefty quarterback. Pretty cool. <laughs> See, yes, Washington seen, is nine and a half point under. I had seen nine, so I don't know if that was just difference in lines or if people saw the nine and actually were like, yeah, I'll take that. Give me that money on Oregon, and it moved another half point because I wouldn't blame them. I mean, it's been a been a dicey few weeks, but won the first yeah, game. I mean, Oregon's looked good lately. Obviously, dude, I saw a man with the most single-letter econ- economy in, a, in one name I've ever seen, Bo Nix, is – Completing passes at like 80% right now? Yeah. That's insane. That's very efficient. If that was his name, he would only be missing the letter X. He'd still have four Bony. of his, four of his letters. Bill Nye. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I was on my way to the Husky game, and of course, come, leaving Lake Stevens, a big old lifted truck comes up behind me. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see a lifted truck, it could be in China, I'd be like, oh, Lake Stevens? from. <laughs> From, I swear they are so, made there. So you're armed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I've never understood. It's, for starters, I feel like 90% of the people who tailgate you are in lifted trucks or lifted something. Well, yeah, they know if something goes wrong, they're not going to die. My, Me and my 2011 Ford Focus, even with all my yeah, road rage. Yeah, if something goes wrong, a lot of things are still going to go wrong for them. Because all that's going to happen oh. is going to fuck up their undercarriage really bad. And their suspension is going to get... It makes no sense. Your vehicle's not actually bigger. It's just optically yeah. bigger. It's like what they tell you to do when you see a grizzly bear. Get as big <laughs> as you can. Yeah, you have to be bigger than the bear. Right? Yeah. Get your parachute pants. Yeah. Which is also funny that a bear doesn't do any other sizing up than fuck that's tall. Like, yeah. he would be... If Shaq got in there or Yao Ming got in there and put his hands up, he'd be like... 
I'm out of here. That also is kind of an indicator of how much a bear fucks everything up, though, where he sees that and he's like, get out of here. Like, I'm not even playing ball. <laughs> I'm just going to kill the thing like 10 yards away. It's fine. <laughs> I, I don't need this noise. Uh, yeah, the lifted truck, I'm always certain that I'm going to die. And you're giving these folks too much credit for the forethought to be like, oh, what will this do to my insurance premiums? Yeah, this, is not, this is not the thought. I just never understood why do you need it to be higher in the air? It's well, so you're I mean, also more, more, more likely like, to tip if you're doing, you know, some some certain off-roading stuff or right. God knows. But, That's a good point. But I also, you know, I I say this as somebody that used to. Um, I will assure you, I, based solely on the size of the rims on this thing. This was not doing any off-road. Well, that's that's the irony, is I knew you were going to say, like, I would see massive trucks at my job, you know, before COVID times in Symmetra, in Bellevue, and, uh, <laughs> and you'd see, like, an F-350 down there every day. So I knew it was somebody that worked in the building. And it's just like, I mean, hey, some folks need trucks. I don't know if you do. <laughs> and the thing was way too nice for it to have even, for me to have the indication like, oh, you're doing a bunch of shit on weekends. You're doing like house renovation. Like yeah. whatever the fuck. Like, no, you're pushing pencils with me. Right. You're and if you were renovating it. your house, you're just fucking up your rotator cuff having to lift everything <laughs> up into that bed. <laughs> yeah. Try the focus out. I can get anything on the roof. Easy yeah. peasy. I don't know what the How much rope do you have? <laughs> Don't know what the towing capacity is. Let's see what the bumper can hold. Um, should we move into Tinderella, Let's Chris? Let's do it. And as I'm pulling that up, I was thinking, I, I got to stop listening to NPR on the way to he way here. It gets me in the wrong headspace for this. It's hard to transition <laughs> off of, you know. I listen to emo music usually on the way. It just really gets the really gets the blood my flowing. My Chemical Romance would have done better than, you know, Israel-Palestine. I think I would have still been in a better headspace. All right, on to the Tinderella questions. How long do you let your windshield be cracked before you fix it? This is an interesting question on its face because what's your sample size? Right? <laughs> How many, many windshields are we talking? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am at at least five windshields in my life, which if I'm doing the math correctly is like once every, every three years or so. Yeah. yeah. I want you to answer first because I feel like your answer is going to be different than mine. So I, I am definitely, I mean, you know my car. It's worth about... <laughs> three grand like on a good blue book value day <laughs> so i will let it ride but when ashley and i were house shopping i remember this is what we were doing because i was like now we better find a house because now there's been a casualty because i got <laughs> a crack in my windshield and it was one where you know the chip was right at the edge where it's like oh that's actually that's actually a compromised windshield now yeah. this isn't just a crack running across like this whole thing is just going to keep getting worse and worse Imagine but, uh, being obligated to buy a home because you cracked the windshield on your $3,000 car. That is what we call sunk cost <laughs> fallacy, right? That's where you go, oh, now I have to buy a, a quarter million dollar whatever home. I got to get this big loan from the bank because of a $200 windshield. <laughs> yeah, throw $200 into that loan too because <laughs> going to need a windshield as well. So, so what is your answer? Do you let, I mean, I, I will say the answer is years if it's not actually going to let my yeah, windshield fall Yeah, mine apart. is... Pretty, pretty much the same like unless yeah. it is like all the way across or all the way up and down i have this is why i asked because i had what was a little crack on my windshield forever and because i drive a bronco the windshield is, stands a little more upright it's not at the same like yeah mine's, angle as, mine's yeah. at a low sloping. mine's closer to 90 yours is closer to 45 <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they get they get cracked a lot and i was just like, i'm not gonna replace a windshield every 10 months oh you know? yeah my uh, so i got a little one and then as it started getting cold 
I noticed it started growing and it went from being like two inches just straight up and down. It took a fat like 90 degree turn in the middle and just oh, went God. all the way sideways. <laughs> I was like, whoa, all right. Kind of a fun science experiment. I think I need to replace this now. Why does cold mean sideways, though? That's (laughs) yeah. Because heat rises. Where are the MythBusters? Yeah, my (laughs) folks that live in Alaska. I mean, because you can get a ticket for it, obviously. And if Mm. there's some bored troopers, Mm. you know, you might get a ticket. So that had happened to my. I thought you were understaffed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. How can you see my windshield? I feel like you're just (laughs) making stuff up and seeing what you can hit. But uh, yeah, my aunt had had her windshield cracked, got a ticket, and it was like. Okay, I'll replace it. Cracked like two days later, and she's like, "Fuck it, the price is just less to." If this <laughs> I'm is just the gonna rate, bring my receipt with me. Cause yeah, <laughs> I'll prove that I replaced it. But I'm, at this point, yeah. the ticket's cheaper than another windshield. Yeah, how often am I expected to do this? Uh, on the transportation topic, Chris, do you get weirded out crossing bridges or going through tunnels? <laughs> Big time. Big time. Every single. Every single time. I'm in a tunnel, I am picturing it caving in on me. Like, my life hangs in the balance, you know what I mean? <laughs> Bridges, too, are the worst. I, they freak me out, dude. I can't look side. to Like, I have to really focus on the road. Yeah. And then even when I get to the end, I, like, get the fucking chills. Like, I have to, like, shake shake out the bad energy. <laughs> I don't know where Shiver Me Timbers came from or what it actually means, but believe me, me crossing a bridge makes yeah, my, uh, like, my timbers really shiver. It's, <laughs> it's got to do something with, like... Being up at heights, being up on a tree. You're up at heights. I mean, it makes sense. I don't like heights. Yeah. And then I'm always like, well, if this thing falls in the water, I'm, in, I'm dead. I'm yeah. not going to get out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, just wait until you get that little bubble. In the, oh, I'm actively sinking. I'm just going to wait in my... Bur- no, I'm no. already hyperventilating. I can't even survive water levels on Super Nintendo. You think I'm going to be <laughs> finding fucking air bubbles in the bottom? <laughs> in a cor- no, it's not happening. Uh, yeah, I have a very contradictory, um, or maybe that's not the paradoxical sort of view on it because I don't trust human beings and I think everything generally sucks, but I have a lot of trust in like modern engineering. (laughs) So like for whatever reason, I'm just like, yeah, this tunnel's fine. Even though I'm on Wikipedia reading about a disaster every like eight fucking minutes or so. Oh, this train, you know, whatever it is, you name an item or a place, there's some disaster that happened there. And yet I'm always thinking, "Eh, that's not going to happen to me. Have you ever been under a bridge? I mean, yeah. It's not a, It's not as sturdy as you'd think it would. Overpass? Trust an overpass. It's a lot of concrete. Yeah. But, but like, just hearing the underside of a bridge, fuck that. Fuck yeah. that. Well, you know, I mean, it's been a little while, but walked under the Ballard Bridge plenty and the Fremont Troll, and, uh... Yeah, I mean, not the not my favorite place to hang out. <laughs> Under that gives me really the, gives me the heebie-jeebies <laughs> for other reasons. <laughs> uh, all right, next question: If you won the lottery, would you conceal your identity when claiming the winnings? I would want everybody to know how smart I was for winning the lottery. <laughs> I would want the world to know, and I would go on the stupidest televised spending spree. I would pay to have it televised. Yeah, you're buying some supermarket spree. I want everybody to know that I won the lottery. I like that you're taking this as like, I'm a genius for buying a lottery ticket. Yeah, figured it out. You're point in people's face like it's dumb and dumber and a guy's (laughs) dying because he just (laughs) ate a hot pepper. 
Yeah, that's, uh, I would definitely go completely, I mean, I'm using a pseudonym for this show. I'm definitely not letting people <laughs> harangue me for You're money. You're going to show up in a scream mask? It's, yeah. <laughs> now, if you win, like, the state lottery, that's a couple mil, definitely a lot of money, but it's like, how much can I really dole out to folks? Whereas if you win, like, the ridiculous mega millions, it's like, I'm kicking down a lot of money right away, and then yeah. nobody can ever ask me for, I'm going to pay you 40 million to fuck off. It's... <laughs> Exactly. Leave me alone. Let me, I mean, if there's like a terminal illness, let me know. But other than that. <laughs> Otherwise, don't call. You're not I mean, invited. we'll hang out. I'll pay for lunch. <laughs> You'll get a good Christmas present. But yeah, no, I'm keeping that shit anonymous for sure. All right. I'll do the last question because I thought of this while I was shaving my head earlier. Is your forehead part of your face? Depends on who you are. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing because my answer is no, it's not. Your face is here. It's this box. It's all the features, right? <laughs> but I was also thinking if somebody was a suspect, like if, say I was a suspect for somebody and somebody saw me, I don't know, kick over an old lady, whatever I did. <laughs> and the shit out of her. Like, got something up can the you describe place? this, man? They would mention my forehead. And at that point, it's going to be in like, the drawing that they do of my that's, face that's true that's true see this is where perception is key and maybe circumstances are a big part of it because because <laughs> yeah then it's then it's part of your face but now i think some folks you know they got the smushed in face they got a small you know it's all it's all part of the same package <laughs> yeah. and there's some folks that it's like more of a pac-man vibe where it's <laughs> you know half the face is forehead <laughs> yeah but yeah it looks like it slid down it. <laughs> it's like peyton manning kind of looks like a thumb and his face yes. just slid down from being in the middle to, like, the bottom of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It just got shifted down. Somebody <laughs> yeah. was cropping it. It's like when you're putting your jersey emblem on a creative team. You're like, oh, fuck. I can tell this is, like, arena football shit. I can tell that logo's, like, three inches underneath where it's supposed to be. I also but, can't tell where my forehead ends now, especially, because it used to be in my hairline. But if we're going by hairline now, then my forehead ends at my back. <laughs> It's amazing that your face is now 90% forehead. It's actually a <laughs> miracle of modern science. And 3% neck. I, that is... uh, that's fantastic. All right. Let me get... Sorry, I'm fucking up here. All right. I feel like this is one of my subjects. It is. It is. Why it's a turn of phrase. I'm so hungry I could eat a horse. <laughs> I remember growing up, like people would say that. I don't know. It's a weird, what do they call them, idioms? So mm -hmm. I, I never understood it, but I was always like, oh, yeah, you want to eat a lot. But I'm starting to think whoever said that first just wanted to eat a horse. Like they, not necessarily an entire horse, but just horse. Like you want <laughs> yeah. to try. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm so hungry. I could eat a horse. Just go to Europe. Yeah. Anybody Any that? Takers? That uh... would be weird. Or... <laughs> This is how the Donner Party started. It was just, <laughs> I'm so need... hungry I could eat Jeff. Huh? Uh, <laughs> am I right? Joe, sorry, I didn't even make, didn't even make it Jeff Donner real <laughs> close. <laughs> Jeff Dahmer, Donner. I think we've made that connection before. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, one of those things that's just in God's will. Uh, uh, it is It is interesting because it's not something that you would ever fucking eat. And so, like, you could say a cow, but maybe that's the point. In America, it's illegal to eat time. horse. So Really? You know, in America, it is. Well, it's not. It's not legal to. What if we ran out of cows? I'm sure rules would change, <laughs> and heads would roll. But rules. Okay, would so change. we can make glue out of horses, but we cannot make food out of horses. Yeah, I think dead horse versus like 
raising his livestock. Uh, okay, so the horse is already dead. That's yeah, exactly. That's fair game. <laughs> but once you start taking a live horse and making it dead, can't have it. But in Europe, it's legal. And of course, uh, everything's legal in Europe. <laughs> Crazy people over there <laughs> in Europe. <laughs> The whole continent, everything. <laughs> like, they have a monolith of rules. <laughs> They're just operating under Hammurabi's code. They don't even have new laws over there. Have you been to Ireland? Have you been to England? Those those castle people are definitely operating yeah, the, under some thousand-year-old... The only rules they have there are uh, eat shitty food. Uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, <clears throat> have the last legal thing you're aware of be the Magna Carta. All right. <laughs> Are we moving on to headlines? I think so. I think it's headline time. All right. This is my favorite segment that we do. I I like to make sure that our dozens, literally dozens of listeners are educated. (laughs) Dozens, nay. Maybe a (laughs) hundred. Maybe a hundred dozens. Someday. You're you're counting too much. Too much. Uh, I like to make sure they're educated. I, I, I don't think anybody should bury their head under a rock. We need to know what's going yeah, on in the world. Yeah, that's what the show's about, educating. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in, uh, in that vein, scientists, this one's about science. Scientists discover a full ejaculation <laughs> in deep space might not be possible. Okay, how did they test that? <laughs> I know. I, I like that they're like, all right, we're going to send you to space. We're going to work on some stuff. I also love... Anytime scientists are studying, <laughs> somebody just wanted to come in the zero gravity <laughs> exactly. machine. Where, where would it go? Yeah. Would it just okay. go on forever? Somebody got Bet a bra- come for the <laughs> Somebody got a Brazzers trial and has to show everybody what they got. I just, I just, I like they're like, all right, get up there and you know, just kind of for <laughs> see if uh, can I get a magazine? <laughs> you know, please. Can I get something to work with? Like I'm donating sperm. The amazing thing about this is for all of our sex conversations, this is probably the first one that actually has some scientific merit, right? Because the idea of figuring this out is to find out whether or not people... We haven't talked about if squirts are pee? Yeah, and the value of that scientifically, too. (laughs) What if they aren't? Also, the answer's not very scientific. What if they are The possibilities! (laughs) It's pee. Or or if the answer is it's not, it's not like we're like... Gobsmack, you know, what could it be? Is it blood then? Uh, what is uh, it? <laughs> blood. God, I hope not. Uh, be the first person to find clear blood. That's <laughs> There's going to be one listener that understands that black sheep <laughs> reference. But it is it is a legitimate, you know, thing to try to find out because if we were ever going to colonize another planet or whatever, or try to set up a colony on the moon, in theory you got to have the ability to make people. And if you can't I like that idea, though, because many times <laughs> I've said we need to send some person to the moon, and every time I've said that, it hasn't really been positive. So the fact that they're on the moon, and they're out of my way, and they can't reproduce is perfect. Yeah, and that there was somebody in the room that said, wait a minute, what about the cum? <laughs> there had to be the first. And then somebody else was like, nah, dude, I tried. Yeah, it's... <laughs> There's always got to be the first guy to ask the question, right? Gotta <laughs> what be... about the cum? Yeah. Not to mention, I mean, having a yeah, like, child was, in utero that's floating where, where around. Where was that in on the, the list of questions? What about the cum? Yeah. yeah where's how, that on? Logistically, like, how do we make this? Can we build things? <laughs> what about oxygen? But, yeah. What about coming? 
yeah, that's yeah. Who's volunteering for that? That's how you out a weirdo at work really quick. I'll be the cum guy. We know. I'll be the cum. We guy. we bet you will. There's the title. I'll yep. be the cum guy. Okay, Daryl. <laughs> Take five. Cop guilty of pulling a gun on his coworker who threatened to spoil Top Gun Maverick. Well, that is a rude thing to do. <laughs> yeah, if I don't know what are guns for, if not for that. Yeah, I mean, is the guy okay? So spoiler alert, pistol alert. Well, here's the thing: if you so usually when something gets spoiled for you, you you don't have the opportunity to 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 object or whatever. Somebody's like, "Oh yeah," and then Vader's Luke's dad, and you're like, "The fuck, man!" You know, and that's you have no opportunity. But in this case, it sounds like. This guy was like, I'll fucking spoil it, man. And he's, I will, I will shoot you. Well, I will shoot you to death. At this point, this is actually a recent one. Yeah, it has to be, right? Top Gun Maverick. That's only a few months old. If you haven't seen it by now, you don't really want to see it. Yeah. I haven't seen it and I don't want to see it. Yeah. (laughs) Go nuts. Yeah. Goose is dead still. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) No. (laughs) Would be wild if they allowed reanimation to enter that franchise of all things. Goose (laughs) is back. We got necromancers, I guess, in this realm. Uh, okay. yeah, I, so, I mean, I heard it's a good movie. That is a funny one for that to be like your, I'm pulling a gun on you. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Again, I haven't seen it. I heard it got great reviews, but gun seems serious. This is not Shawshank <laughs> Redemption, you know? Does Shaw get shanked? I don't know. It's, what yeah. Oh, he gets out of the prison in the prison break movie. <clears throat> Two firefighters fired after stopping at Chick-fil-A on the way to an emergency. Okay, they didn't specify what the emergency was. <laughs> oh, right, and it was on the way. Yeah, which says to me it wasn't an emergency. Because if it was an emergency, any journalist worth their sand would be like, erstwhile, three this people burned to death. This person still had a broken ankle. Yeah, yeah. yeah what actually happened? This was not a cardiac arrest. Yeah, the cat was in the tree for an additional eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. Not a big deal. Let the meat, it's on the way. It's, they ordered in advance. It's <laughs> Christ. <laughs> fired I, I will say that there's a lot of professions i will give no slack to uh firefighter it's like okay i think those boys probably <laughs> right. knew i think that those ladies and gents knew the the risk <laughs> like right. made a calculated yeah. decision so that and bus drivers people i trust with absolutely anything <laughs> firefighters and bus drivers oh yeah bus drivers are a pillar of our society but when they would come into Ken's Market, I'm like, they know they know what they're doing. They got two <laughs> minutes, dude. They could sneak in here for a sandwich. I would never once think, oh, that bus driver is jeopardizing other people's schedules. I'm like, no, nah, he's got to watch. They're good to go. I prefer to think of it that way. Somebody who doesn't care if, like, a thousand people are seven minutes late all day. <laughs> that's pretty badass. That is pretty funny. And also, it does put into perspective how meaningless and stupid life is and how seven minutes is, you know, <laughs> yeah. you don't need to lose your mind over being seven minutes late probably. then again i would be pretty annoyed if i realized i oh, i'd be outraged i'd be outraged somebody couldn't decide on what sandwich to get i haven't been late somewhere in like 12 years if i <laughs> i'm gonna be so mad i'm always somewhere 15 minutes early that yeah that would drive me insane so it's easy for me to say <laughs> on this show with a beer in my hand <laughs> yeah be seven minutes late <laughs> not me of course <laughs> you nerds go crazy yeah it's not my bridge that's gonna fall down <laughs> This one, uh, this is my favorite because I can kind of see either one of us doing this in an extreme circumstance. 
Yeah. Man stages his own kidnapping to go out drinking with friends. Right. Funniest part about this is he didn't, like, hire a guy that he didn't know to come kidnap him. It was one of his friends. Oh. <laughs> I love that his wife wasn't at any point like, all right. That's Chris. I, yeah, that guy kind of sounds like Caleb. I get that you're you're getting kidnapped right now, but that's real close. Are you sure that she wasn't kind of like happy that he's gone? If you've got a significant other that's staging a kidnapping so they can go get obliterated, aren't you probably happy they're gone for a while? <laughs> I, I, I think he had to get away from her. I think that she probably needs to get away from that guy. But that's, you know, may have been a mutual understanding. May, may have been one of... <laughs> You know, an unspoken sort of agreement. Maybe she was going to have him kidnapped the same day. Just guy came in early. Like, ah, yeah. oh, fuck, beat mine by five minutes. I'm yep. not going to get that deposit back. Yeah, that hitman's fucking... <laughs> it's a waste of five Gs. Uh, okay, did the story in this case say how long he was drinking for? Because I understand going on a bender, but whatever happened to, like, the... Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll read you this. I'll leave in 30 right minutes and then you, you know, you stretch it and you have another beer and another beer. You know, I would think that turning 30 minutes into three hours is a smarter play than staging a kidnapping. <laughs> but. I'll, I'll read it to you. And, and just the first sentence, you can tell that these people do not agree with what this man did. Um, well, that's judgmental. What happened to objective journalism? <laughs> a man faked his own kidnapping in front of his terrified wife so he could spend the night oh, boozing terrified, with pals. Terrified and boozing. What a loaded phrase. Right. Uh, Rogelio Andeverde arranged, in quotes, for two masked men to grab him from arranged. his home in Edinburgh, Texas. His horrified, she's horrified now, mm. well, wife watched as he was dragged at gunpoint is she going to be mortified? Is she going to be mortified at some point? How many ifieds can she are be? You even, like, are you even afraid of guns in Texas? Uh, from the house <laughs> and driven away. She called cops who launched... They call them cops. Did he crack too. a beer while he was in the... She, they're like pulling out and he, she doesn't even wait to get out of frame. Like, <laughs> you can, I, I'm pretty sure I hear them playing Usher. Uh, she called cops who launched a hunt for the 34-year-old... Uh, Onda Verde's wife spent more than five hours with police being interviewed. <laughs> That's so funny. Five hours. He's getting interviewed by He's the cops. He's getting shit-faced. Okay, <laughs> he really did need to stage a kidnapping. As police searched for the kidnapped victim, uh, her husband returned home the following day and said his kidnappers just let him go. At that point, why wouldn't you release like an ISIS hostage video? And you'll, I, I am, I am safe. <laughs> I have plenty of beer. You know, just I'm totally safe. <laughs> Believe me. It's... <laughs> Police became suspicious of his story, and he later confessed he made up the story because he wanted a night out with his friends without his wife. Again, again, I just feel like you could have lied about some other stuff and not gone the kidnapping route. That just seems like a really extreme <laughs> it's escalation. Extreme. Fake a heart attack. It's. <laughs> You're just going to downgrade to a little casual death. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the cops, though, I was watching. Uh, I was doing one of those true crime, you know, I don't know, what do you call it when you sit down and watch binge? Binges. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't really watch true your... crime, but when I do get into it, it's always like Dr. Phil like, happens to be on TV while I'm doing something else. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm into this now. Yeah, I got to see how this... Uh... I love it because it's like any documentary you see, there's always one cop who's been like, it's the worst case I've seen in 30 years. And I'm always like, dude, this isn't even the worst case I've seen in 30 minutes. You got to grow the fuck up. Get out of the small town, dude. This is nothing Get compared to the shit I've seen today. 
I like that you're comparing this person's like real world experience. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> normally my days in Lubbock, Texas are you know <laughs> not filled with a splayed woman or whatever it is, but you're taking your whole experience with like every investigation discovery fucking program <laughs> there ever was. Hey, I saw a documentary about a guy who killed his whole family. That's I've seen a few of those. Whole family. Wasn't just one dude, okay. Yeah. John whole List. Family. John List's taking out like eight people. What's another one? Uh, yeah, so I'm already a better cop than this guy. <laughs> 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 sorry uh, sorry the cops if you're listening. Just JK. <laughs> I'm sure that they'll be very appreciative of that. Cops aren't listening, but the man is. Uh, okay, here we go. I think it's time for a Mike story. A uh, quick one here. Speaking of the cops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this will transition into the next one pretty well, too. Um, I don't know. I wonder if Mike will be mad about this story. But at one point. This is the one he would be mad about? At all Maybe. Maybe. Whatever. We'll find out. If the show gets big, we'll find out. Uh, <clears throat> he was being a real dingus at one point, uh, doing drugs, being an asshole, and he was working in Hawaii, and Clay and I were like, okay, we're going to fly you back, old man. We're going to try to dry you out. Mind you, this did not work, but we will not get into how this did not <laughs> work at this time. Um, so we, we flew him back, and he was just a pile of shit and an asshole for a week. Uh, just a, just a menace, like talking a lot of trash, but going through withdrawals to extreme from opiates to even get off the couch. It's like, we can kill you right now, old man. You keep talking trash. You keep heckling me. Uh, but what we did. It sounds so crazy. You're just, somebody's helping you and you're treating them really poorly. It's, I mean. Who is this guy? This is, this is a, this is addiction. This is. the worst shit I've seen in 30 years. This is. This guy's a real asshole. <laughs> uh, but what we didn't know, because we had to obviously fly him back, and this guy can barely move. And so it's curious like how he got through the airport. How did you physically get from point A to point B? Did you you know, do a hot shot like right before the flight or something? Like have <laughs> right. enough? Uh, what we found out years later, because Mike has what I would call a mental, moral statute of limitations. There's a sort of idea in his mind of when it's appropriate to share some fucked up thing he did. <laughs> it's about three years. It's about three years is the statute of limitations. You can't be on... mad at me now. This was three years ago. Yeah, exactly. It's been a thousand days. My moral you compass. burned the house down. Yeah, exactly. They're looking for you still. <laughs> You're not allowed in that county anymore. Yeah. Uh, but what we found out later was he, <clears throat> so he was definitely going through withdrawals tough on the flight. I can't think of a worse place to have to do that. Yeah. Between two fat guys on an airplane. Christ. Well, you're not between anybody if you lock yourself in the shitter for seven hours. <laughs> These oh, people no. are pounding on the door thinking he's like dead. And he's like, I can't come out. And like, And they're like, you have to come out. They're not thinking that he's in a <laughs> medical situation. Like, If you don't need help, you need to leave. They're just mad at him. 
they are strictly mad at him, which is fair. <laughs> which is fair. If they knew the whole story, they would still be I mad at him. I can't even imagine being on this flight. That would be so chaotic. Oh, yeah. I mean, because all you need is one other guy with, like, pant-shitting sickness <laughs> to be basically out of toilets. I mean, <laughs> oh, no. Mike has brought these people extremely close to chaos. Oh, God. And you know that that smelled like innards and death, like a slaughterhouse. Just absolutely horrific. <laughs> right. Oh, God. God, I because he would have been like white knuckling the toilet seat as he tries not to lift off the ground with how hard he was shitting into that airplane turlet. Oh, dude, I don't like I don't like public poops, but I will I will do anything in my power to avoid using the bathroom on an airplane. I understand you don't like public poops, but how do you feel about a public poop where the stewardesses or steward eye? Is it like (laughs) octopi? Where the flight attendants are pounding on the door and people are, like, loudly aware that you have upset. I never in my life have wanted a female human being to be aware that I'm shitting. So that sounds like absolute worst case scenario to me. Yeah, I mean. I'd rather die. I think probably going through heroin withdrawals is maybe slightly worse than that detail, but it doesn't make it any better. (laughs) It does not make it any easier to deal with. Well, that... He had to come out at some point. Obviously, he came out. Yeah. What? How did that go? Oh, I mean, what would you do? <laughs> I've been mortified by so much less than that. Like, unable to look somebody in the eye after the great shame that I've caused. I Well, what did they say? I would have at least, even just as somebody sitting like within three rows of the bathroom, been like, dude. Well, I would have definitely been curious what the guy looked like that came out because he disappeared <laughs> right. in there so early in the How flight. How fat is he? Uh, 250 over under. Yeah, is he a 90-year-old invalid? Is he going to come out with a colostomy bag? Like, what is happening here? Is he going to be blue because he was playing with the stuff in the toilet? <laughs> oh my God, it's a Smurf. How is it only above your shoulders? <laughs> How is it only? Go. It's... <laughs> I wanted to see if it really came out yeah, in the You sky. do a little handstand push-up over the toilet. <laughs> Whoops, daisy. Yeah, so, yeah, and then we, we got him back, and yeah, he was a real shitbag. But uh, I don't know what the lesson here is. Don't... Don't do heroin, I think, is, oh, the, is the lesson. No, if you're going to have... If you're going to do heroin... You want to keister enough on the flight <laughs> so that you're going to be good. It's like uh, train spotting, you know, when he's got the suppositories. Plug a couple up there until you land in Seattle, where we got plenty of plenty of heroin that you can, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's, you can get sorted out real quick there's an abundance yeah i could probably sort you out by my work <laughs> speaking of speaking of shitting i mean natural transition here. yeah this is a coal episode right here <laughs> going yeah. real yeah I, one of the things i hate most especially about public bathrooms but really any is when you go in and somebody is clearly in there before you and they tried to cover up the smell like with the breeze or something as if as if i think like hula berry breeze just smells a little bit like it's downwind from a farm yeah i think it really depends also on who what type of person it is like i think <laughs> what their diet is yeah i think probably you know my point is my, Febreze b- my brother actually... your wife probably febreze goes a long way the type <laughs> yeah. of things i do in the bathroom <laughs> are criminal you do in the bathroom yeah okay like, yeah knife <laughs> knife to a gunfight buddy <laughs> truly you are outmatched here you i th- just don't, i don't get it febreze like it just it doesn't smell like hula berry breeze it smells like lies 
because it is not covering. What's a hula berry? <laughs> right, exactly. It's, a, it's like a schnozberry. That's an actual, I was going to say flavor, <laughs> scent. scent Flavor's the right, it's. <laughs> you don't drink those? It's, yeah, hula berry. You're supposed to drink it and then go. Yeah. No, you're only supposed to, you know. I'm kidding, you show it up your butt. It's like rhubarb. You only eat the stalk, not the leaf anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid. Uh, that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> not everything we've ever said into these microphones. Yeah. We're going to. Gucci or greasy, Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving. I'm almost positive we're going to disagree on this. Probably. I'm a a big no on that. That is absolutely greasy. Putting, like, relax. Just let Thanksgiving be Thanksgiving. Everybody's... All of those pilgrims who died for us. (laughs) When Plymouth Rock landed on them, I'm pretty sure that's how the story (laughs) went. Tell me. Tell me. Are the pilgrims dead? Okay, they died so we could murder turkeys in mass, and you need to celebrate that fucking holiday. Everybody's just trying to move past Thanksgiving. Yeah, people try to jump the gun. People start the the Christmas shit, and I love Christmas. I truly, truly love it. But they they try to start this shit at Halloween, and it's like, well, I love Halloween too. It's spooky season. Get your joyous shit out of here. People are doing that too. They're trying to start fucking Halloween at the beginning of September. Yeah, I mean, I can understand. The one thing about Halloween is like the fall holiday that I think of. I know Thanksgiving's in there, but Halloween is like the kids are back in school. You know, summer's over. So, so you're I can understand. We need, to, we need to make another fall holiday. No, not necessarily. I'm just saying I can understand where people sort of lump in like the September, the leaves are getting crinkly brown with like. Let's get some pumpkins. Let's get some spooky movies. You know, I could see where it happens. Although for me, yeah, October's when it starts. And ultimately, I do agree with you. Wait for the day after. Just wait for the day after. Exactly. The day after should be national put up your Christmas decoration day. Yeah. Yeah. Not Black Friday. (laughs) Yeah. Is Black Friday even still the same? I don't even think there's going to be much comedy here, but I just am curious. Is is Black Friday still the same shopping experience? I mean, basically, yeah, that's my question. Cause, I don't know, cause, I because I'm too fat for all my Huskies gear from college now, and I was going to the Apple Cup, and I was like, shit, I should just shoot over to Kohl's, not your house, Kohl's, the store, yeah. and uh, see if I can find a sweatshirt, and realized it was Black Friday, I was like, mm, I'm just going to wear a Packer sweatshirt and take the heat. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to deal with Fair that. enough. But, like, with the internet and such, like, uh, is it still the same as it was, like, trying to grab a Tickle Me Elmo in the 90s? I can't imagine <laughs> I that's the same thing. I think there's ever going to be anything like that again. That's fair. That's fair. But, yeah, that's... Imagine dying... That might have been a... On an FAO Schwartz floor, reaching for a <laughs> Tickle Me Elmo. Oh, God, that's grim. <laughs> Naming the specifics there really drove that joke home, Chris. I was a big fan of that one. Oh, uh, imagine dying that like i can't think of many sadder ways to die yeah as you hear your own death rattle in a tj max (laughs) oh my lord elmo does not sound tickled right now (laughs) yeah that's uh it is i mean almost all the things i think too that i associate with getting trampled it's never just like a tv sale it's always like a running of the bulls yeah furby's coming out yeah furby's coming out it's always something in the 90s. Did you it's ever always... have a Furby? Yeah, we did. See, the thing is, uh, did shout you out to it? my folks. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. 
I will say, my folks always were able to get, like, the Tickle Me Elmo, the Furby. I think my mom just really wanted to have those things. And so, yeah, we'll say it's for the kids. You think Mike's stolen? Because that would be way cooler. It would be, but now, uh, like, a jingle all the way. Yeah, thing. I was yeah. exactly that. Yeah. Uh, no, I think, no, Mike has a whole thing with theft. <laughs> He's not, <laughs> not a thief. He's not a thief. But, uh. <clears throat> I like he draws the line somewhere. Yeah, no, there's some sort of, like, harm to other people, and, you know, I don't know what his moral compass really looks like, other than it's, uh, Magnetic North is just spinning. <laughs> I like that. Hey, I'm fucking up my life. That's Nobody <laughs> else's. Maybe my kids. Maybe uh, my kids. Maybe, uh, the car you're driving intoxicated careens into somebody <laughs> else, but except for that. Uh, shit, what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, uh, dying black, FAO Yeah, di- yes, exactly. <laughs> Croaking because you were trying to get a Cabbage Patch Kid. <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I haven't gone out in so long. Ashley got us a TV a few years ago, but it was one of those where she, like, waltzed out at, like, 1130. It wasn't like I'm rushing out on Black Friday. I'm going to be first in line. Yeah, I'm going to go there at some point and buy a TV today. I think we're talking about Furbies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, did I hate them? Yes, you asked that. Sorry. Uh, I... I only hated it when I realized that it wakes up in the middle of the night hauntingly as though possessed by <laughs> something from the fucking poltergeist. And it's poltergeist. Actually. It's yeah, exactly. <laughs> Polterguy. Uh, Poltergeen. Pl- plural. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Ed Gein. This is terrible. Came back as a tiny bird. This is horrific. <laughs> uh, such a strange joke. Uh, yeah, the... That thing would just wake up in the middle of the fucking... We had to, like, pull the goddamn batteries out of that thing. Because yeah. it's not really a toy, just like Tickle Me Elmo isn't. You can't do... I mean, yeah, imagination, sure. But it basically has a button and it makes noise. It's mm. not... You know, there's no missile launcher. What are you going to do with this thing? Other than have it wake up in the middle of the fucking God, night. Can you imagine having to be the guy who made the commercials for these things to make them look appealing to children? Mm-hmm. And you're competing with real toys. <laughs> Have you seen Nerf guns lately? Kids these days. Holy shit, dude. I saw <clears throat> this transformer. So it holds your Hot Wheels, and then it turns into a dinosaur that's also a ramp to oh, launch shit. your Hot Wheels off of. <laughs> this is what happens when I w- play Spongebob. Classic Kendall. ramp I, dinosaur. I end up wanting children's toys. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> they start pumping you with the ads, too. Oh, That's the thing. It's I getting watch... worse this time of year, too. All the cool toys are coming out. I know. All I get is toy and diamond ads. It's like, I don't even have a kid, but I do keep looking at these Nerf guns. So I understand why <laughs> yeah. the advertisers are thinking. I never got a remote control airplane, no matter how much I asked. Yeah. That's <laughs> One of the things that's high up on my my want list that I've told Ashley about a few times, I was like, someday, I'm buying a fancy RC car. I'm buying a <laughs> yeah. Fa- I'm dropping a few hundred bucks, and Dude, I'm tearing ass we'll around the neighborhood. We'll talk about this later. I, <laughs> I, I, Let's take this off the record. Same boat. I found a really cool, like, vintage Ford Bronco one. It's real big. It's big, too. It's, like, a couple feet. Oh, nice. And uh, you can, like, off-road with it <laughs> so i'm basically just getting a shovel and building lumps in my just backyard ris- risking to dying. launch my 500 hundred hundred dollar remote control bronco yeah off of. when i was a kid my dad had a few remote control cars that were actually gasoline powered like it had Whoa. a full-blown miniature combustion engine wow that's a really really cool way to contribute to global warming oh for- <laughs> that's the cutest global warming that's- story i've ever heard also, if you want to know how people <laughs> actually, so you want to know how people actually spend drug money frivolously, <laughs> like that and fishing equipment. 
<laughs> We're going to apply Mike to everybody. <laughs> everybody selling drugs is buying fishing a lot of fishing gear. So he can get on the boat and do more drugs with the captain. How else is he going to catch a sturgeon? <laughs> and then fuck up his shoulder. God damn it. I just got a text from Ashley saying, I forgot this fat fuck McCarthy is the coach of the Cowboys. Forgot to turn off airplane mode, but that's a Dude, funny I'm way in, to be I'm, reminded. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> God, Mike McCarthy, I've always said the he's got such an advantage having wonky eyes, he can look at two menus at the same time. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's getting <laughs> that Applebee's all you can app. I used deal. to think he was a genius, and I really think the Seahawks actually broke his brain because I thought he was a great coach until the game we don't want to talk about. And then after yeah, that, he, pretty good. He, he got played, really conservative. He played scared after yeah. that, which mm-hmm. is funny because that's then, why we lost that game is because he was playing and scared. And then Aaron also progressively, <clears throat> and I know he won some, some MVPs because his TD to interception ratio is always – but I think he got broken by that game in some small way. Oh, yeah. Aaron airing it out really changed into I don't Aaron, know this for sure, you know, but I would bet – and, you know, part of it's him declining and getting older. But I would bet his yards per attempt – That'd be an interesting stat to look at. way down after Yeah, that. yeah. But anyway, Never forget the hear... game where he didn't throw to the left side of the field. Never forget. <laughs> uh, well, it's a Seahawks game. <laughs> uh, do you remember all the stuff that happened after McCarthy got fired? I remember you calling me when we weren't even back to our hotel in Grafton. Or do you mean more later <laughs> no, than that? A little bit later. Okay. A couple weeks later, he stayed in Wisconsin. Um, and he was. Oh, didn't he lose his mind at like a little league game? <laughs> he went to his stepson's basketball game and started berating a ref to the point he had to be ejected, and he's no longer allowed at at basketball games in that county anymore. How long does how long does that ban last? So I know. Or did you pull it up? Did you find it, Jake? Perfect. I know. I know. When Ozzy peed on the Alamo, it was ten years. And I generally <laughs> use that as a measuring. Wisconsinites stick. are pretty. I bet you could squash that with a couple beers. <laughs> like the, you're banned for six weeks. Yeah, <laughs> or six pack. It's. I do want to close the the book on Gucci or Greasy. I will ultimately say it's not the greasiest thing to do it before that, but I would lean that way. Just wait till the day after, because I also have somebody. I have a few folks in my neighborhood that have some Thanksgiving decorations. They do exist. Big inflatable turkey, you could do it. Right, right. You know, it doesn't have to transition right into the. If we were if we were having decorations based on the way that we celebrate Thanksgiving, I would just put all my beer cans in the yard. I mean, that's a pretty good one. When I lived in Briar, we had like nine hundred thousand dollar houses across the street, and we were like <laughs> the fucking clampets out there, <laughs> like the goddamn Beverly Hillbillies. And uh, I distinctly remember one time we were playing um, knife beer, where you just throw a knife at a beer, and whoever hits it first, the other guy has to drink the beer. And I was pretty sure that the neighbors that I was driving down their property value in real time, and I felt <laughs> good. I felt good about that. <laughs> You're doing your part to uh, anti gentrify. <laughs> this week in history, we'll close out the show here. Uh, this week in history, November 24th, 1971, D.B. Cooper parachutes from a plane with 200 grand and is never seen again. Do you think he survived? I like this story better if he survives Mm. i love the idea 
of the because who did he really hurt other than giving a couple pilots and a few stewards yeah some PTSD, some PTSD. <laughs> who did he really hurt he got some money and he's with uh, Andy Dufresne on a beach somewhere <laughs> you know I I like I like that Ziwat Nehu <laughs> yeah I, I like that idea but uh, the fact that they found like the majority of the money washed up at the uh, like near the gorge yeah they found a good a good amount like at least yeah tens I'm, of thousands yeah i'm thinking no also how many people can operate a parachute i will say this though the copy the copycats you know the fbi always came out and said they thought he probably died but the copycats that immediately followed did in some cases succeed. Copy, i didn't know that this happened there were like 11 <clears throat> they actually created a device and i cannot remember it's called i think a the db blooper <laughs> It's called, they gave it a name based on Cooper. It's called like the Cooper Lane or something. Basically, the ability to drop the, uh, drop the flight steps, like mid-flight, mm. that was removed as an ability because of D.B. Cooper. Because that's where you would parachute from, like the hole, uh, not the hole, but descending down the steps you would jump out of basically like the bottom so are any of these other people successful yeah uh they did get arrested in in like basically every case like nobody got away forever but multiple people did get the money parachute not die go to jail what are you doing well i'm fair tell you what though don't put those people in alcatraz they'd get out well that's the other i mean that's a good question too do you think the alcatraz people got out and survived because i feel very strongly that they made it i think so too yeah yeah and it also kind of came out later that the fbi initially claimed you know oh we don't think they could have survived it and then it turned out later they actually did think they may have survived it Mm -hmm. and like various letters had been sent to the family members of you know the two brothers whose names are escaping me right now Mm. um pictures but yeah exactly yeah like postcards yeah and nobody ever heard from old frank again but How he do was, we know he was one the of those mastermind. guys wasn't D.B. Cooper? I couldn't find him because <laughs> wound up in Alcatraz or something else. No, I think the timeline's way different. But. Yeah, it's a little earlier. but Well, it's actually not that much earlier, though. I think those boys escaped in, like, 62. Cooper, 71. <laughs> I would be like, you know what? At this point, I'm playing with house money. I just got out of jail. I'm broke. I'm going to assume an alien. Let it get ride. On an airplane. Yeah, <laughs> let it ride. I uh, could probably figure out a parachute. <laughs> I, I turned yogurt lids into a shiv once. <laughs> Imagine seeing that happen, though. I would be so freaked out if I saw, like, a jetliner and then some guy just jumping out of the back with a parachute and be like, whoa. Yeah, that's some shit you're never going to see again. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's a fascinating, I mean, it's it's tragic, but we're on the topic of fascinating old photo of, uh, you know, people that like planes will just take photos of planes taking off and landing and somebody got a picture as somebody that was stowing away, like in the landing gear, happened to fall out of the fucking landing gear. Oh God! Yeah, that's a wild, wild moment. Why would? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's easy for me to say because I live someplace I don't need to worry about it. But why would you think there would be room for you to? It's of the stowaways that have been captured. Like it's like a seventy-five percent fatality rate. Oh my God! Or I, I should—I meant to say stowaways that like we're aware of. Yeah. And it's likely that the fatality rate's higher because of people like dropping out over the ocean where you'd never know that's where they went. But, God. you know. Yeah. All right, back to Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is a silly one. November 28th, 1789. Trade between the United States and modern day Uruguay begins when John Leamy's frigate, 
named, <laughs> named John, Love it. arrives in Montevideo. What would you name a boat? Because that's the worst fucking name I've ever heard for a boat. It's the boat named John. So, surely you've got something better. I don't know. I kind of like that. LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm naming my boat DeBrickashaw. <laughs> I like the idea of naming a boat something that can only mean one guy. Like, surely there's more LeBrons now. Like, You think there's only one DeBrickashaw out there? I don't know if he was quite good enough to inspire a generation of folks to name. Because I'm sure you've heard, like, Jalen Rose claims, and there is some, at least a kernel of truth to the idea that the name Jalen exploded after Jalen Rose. And he may have been, like, kind of the first Jalen, certainly the first famous one. It's like, yeah, a person like that gets to a level of prominence all of a sudden. You know, cool name, that blah, blah, like blah. That seems like an actual name, though, Jalen. Oh, for sure. I mean, LeBron also works. DeBrickashaw is pretty pretty out there. That's a <laughs> yeah, That's, that's, that's kind of like the guy I invented the Packers are going to draft it's, next year, Jafuckly Bumrush. <laughs> Jafuckly Bumrush from, from fucking Draft Bus University out in Iowa somewhere. Oh my god, this kid really believes in the Seventh-day Adventists. <laughs> and he does not believe in getting more than three sacks a season. What a nightmare. Now, our preferred method is to draft a cornerback and try to convert him to a safety or vice god, versa. Awesome, great. Fuck Demarius Randall, dude. So <laughs> annoying. Uh, I hate God. Uh, <laughs> he's a bummer. Okay, so you would go with John for the name of your boat? You're going with that? No, LeBron. Okay, okay, you're going with LeBron. Sorry, It's <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going Catino Mobley. Uh, okay, last this week in history. November 28, 1895, the first American automobile takes place over the 54 miles from Chicago's Jackson Park to Evanston, Illinois. Took approximately ten hours to go that fifty-four <laughs> miles. Oh my god! Oh That's my a literal, god! I can do that math. How many easy. times did the car break down? That's a good question because they're going five point four miles an hour. <laughs> so if they broke down, that means they were going up at like a crazy eight miles an hour. <laughs> this also reminds me of when we were talking about how people used to get in automobile automobile crashes all the time. How your car's going like ten miles an hour? Yeah. How slow are your reactions? Well, first of all, you're shit faced. You got no seatbelt, <laughs> and you got like nine rugrats in the back, like yanking on your hair and shit. Like, of course. Or what year did you say this was? Uh, this was 1895. So this is like so okay. the first. You know, this is pre. Yeah, uh, Ford. You know, I was I don't, for whatever reason my brain went to T. prohibition because you were talking about where it was. Right. <clears throat> no, it's and about twenty five years earlier. But yeah, I was just thinking, how stressful would it be to be traveling, smuggling booze illegally for how long? Did you say ten hours? Yeah. Also, how annoying would it be to be that drunk and not even be able to go fast? You know? <laughs> and also, yeah, do you feel like you're going faster or slower? Oh, I, when you're drunk, you're definitely wanting like to go going, fast. Yeah, you, you feel, feel like slower. you're going slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when you're high, high, you feel like you're going faster. Yeah, yeah. mile a minute. <laughs> yeah, you're going the fastest 12 miles an hour you've ever <laughs> gone in your life. Uh, shit, there was one other goofy thing I was going to try to say about this. Uh, oh, fuck it, it doesn't matter. I'm just wondering what people looked at when they were drunk driving before they had phones. There wasn't even billboards back then, was there? There wasn't anything going on. There no. wasn't a bunch of roads or anything. Yeah, they're not advertising yeah, wall drug to you. Yeah, so long? There weren't even fucking roads. They're yeah. all for horses. <laughs> exactly. So many bumps. How many tires did you go through? It's a fucking NASCAR race. Later Dude. on, uh, in like the 40s, 
they somebody tried to or a group it actually included um eisenhower at one point uh, i think it's eisenheimer <laughs> Weisenheimer actually is the uh, it's Weisenstein. It's no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's Weinstein. Swami. Hold on, Samsonite. <laughs> I was way off. Uh, but Eisenhower was involved. It was like a military attempt to drive across America before Eisenhower's uh, excuse me Highway Act. So these folks tried to get from how do you, you act know, like New a York? Highway? It's <laughs> Oh, I hate God myself. So damn much. it! I hate my jokes. I'm a dad now, uh, dude. Just ripping. Anyway, uh, acting like. But it, t- it took him like over a month, and it was a disaster. And that was part of why the Highway Act was was enacted because it was a pain. Build in the more ass. trains. Build trains that turn. That's. <laughs> At that point, it was build anything. Build but, trains that go over mountains. Yeah, and then the uh, that's why the Eisenhower Tunnel is named that. It's the goes through the mountains, and it was like the final part of the. Highway Act. Anyways, this isn't funny. These are just details. Yeah, we're probably going to cut this. Fuck, dude. It's boring as shit. about going through a tunnel is bad enough, but doing it in a train. And it's named Eisenhower? That guy's Especially bad. now that I know That's that gotta Amtrak be haunted. exists. Oof. That's a train named John. Train named <laughs> Jafuckly going through a tunnel. Oh, my God. <clears throat> named John. <laughs> he transferred away from Iowa, the and we drafted John. him? <laughs> the John Tunnel. Hmm. Is that that? Is that about it? I think we're good. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Cole, why don't you say goodbye? You never do. All right, I'll say goodbye. It's been a fantastic episode. What is this, episode 33? Oh, look at me. Look at the people. I know. I'm confirming with you. Uh, it's, <laughs> been, it's been a fun one, and uh, we'll see you next time. What do we have a guest? We have a guest next Monday, right? So we're going to have Alyssa Charlton back on the show for the next episode, so stay tuned. And, uh, you know, bucks and six. Bucks and six. Fucking A. And uh, go Cardinals 35-year-old roster. 35-year-old pitching rotation. <laughs> it's not going to go well, Chris. It's not going to go well. <laughs> I can get behind the 35-year-old part. Well, that's why I said that.